Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance... Stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. There's plenty to celebrate in March, and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Well, that's right. You heard the man. It is that time of week. My name is Bernie Frado. We're coming to you live from the Tyrac.com studios here in Las Vegas, the home of Super Bowl 58 Fox Sports Radio, Tyrac.com. We'll help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. Tyrac.com, the way tire buying should be. We're 40 hours from kickoff. An absolute electric week here in Las Vegas, especially on Radio Row, where I spent considerable time. Shout out to our guys, Covino and Rich. Got to meet them for the first time. Got to hang with them. Absolute class guys. Dynamic personalities. But you already knew that. And, of course, Danny G as well. Hung out with Anthony Gargano. He follows me at 2 a.m. Pacific, 5 a.m. Eastern. Of course, got the kibitz with our bosses, our steam leaders, Scott Shapiro uh, and Don Martin. An all-around electric week, and it's incredible to think that a city that the NFL typically treated like a toxic waste dump and a threat to the integrity of the sport is hosting a Super Bowl here. This is perhaps the lead story. The fact that a, a, a league that once shunned this city now welcomes 400,000 people to town, including the Emperor Goodell himself and the championship game where the average ticket price is about $9,000. That gets you in the door, actually. But I digress because we're going to – I've got four hours tonight and three hours Saturday, and we're going to have wall-to-wall. We have the most comprehensive Super Bowl stuff you can imagine with great guests. But I will tell you, part of the commentary, part of the dialogue, and we're not going to dwell on it, but the reality of it is 
it's incredulous to think that we're actually having a Super Bowl in Las Vegas when nine years ago, Tony Romo, by the way, I love Jason's bit on Tony Romo, it slays me. Um, he was banned from hosting a fantasy sports convention here in Las Vegas. Fantasy football, okay? 2004, I'm doing a show in Detroit. We come to find out that the LVCVA wants to advertise. Remember the campaign, what stays in Vegas, what happens in Vegas, stays in Vegas. The NFL said, no, 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 we don't want your money. Kept making excuses after excuse. Reminds me of a Woody Allen movie. Frankly, it does. I'm a Woody Allen fan. I hope you are, too. One of his originals, Bananas. Woody Allen started in himself. He played a character by the name of Feeling Mellish, a reporter, a journalist who was, who was dispatched to San Salvador to cover the war and overthrow of, of, of the dictator, I guess, as it were. And while he's down there, he has a massive crush, falls head over heels for a young female journalist, and he's doing everything he can to impress her, including sharing with her what a world traveler he is and all the places he's been. And she says to him, have you ever been to Denmark? He says, well, of course I've been to Denmark. I've even been to the Vatican. She says, Vatican? The Vatican's in Rome. He goes, oh, I know, I know. But they were doing so well, they decided to open up one in Denmark also. That's what the NFL reminds me of when you consider over the years, again, nine years ago, NFL bars, Dallas Cowboy, former Dallas Cowboy quarterback, Tony Romo from hosting a fantasy sports convention because, of course, it could, would have taken place adjacent to a casino. Oh, boy. The NFL treated Vegas, uh, you know, the most concentrated hub of legal gambling, and I'll repeat it a second time. It treated us like a toxic waste dump, a complete threat to the integrity of the sport and society. And uh, Lee Steinberg likened it to a Berlin Wall separating the NFL from gambling. Of course, that softened dramatically in 2018 when the Supreme Court ruling that lifted the ban on sports betting. That was pa uh, uh, PASPA. Now, the NFL gradually started to embrace gambling. They had sportsbook sponsors. They had data partners. Now we've got the Raiders in Vegas. We even had the draft here in 2022, and now the league is all in. The city looked like a regular part of the Super Bowl rotation. I am told from a good source that after the Super Bowl heads to New Orleans next year, Los Angeles in 2026, and San Francisco Levi Stadium in 2027, we think we're going to get it back here in 2028. And, you know, I wouldn't surprise me, as salacious as this may have sounded, in 2004, that, hey, watch, someday there'll be a Super Bowl in Vegas. As salacious as this may sound, it would not surprise me if you look up a decade from now, we just have the Super Bowl in Vegas every year. Now, here's why I say that. If you really understand what the Super Bowl is, it's basically a two-week convention for the National Football League. It culminates in a football game. Yeah, it's a two-week convention. What better convention city than Las Vegas? Look at the transportation, the hotels, the accommodations, the dining, the entertainment, everything, the security. I will tell you, talking to the media, fans, people from around the country and around the world, security, the FBI, they're all blown away with the Vegas' seamless ability to host this two-week convention, right? So the long and the short of it is the Super Bowl is here, and now that it's here, I guess you could say we essentially have the matchup 
that I don't think anybody really wanted in the city that no one believed it would ever be in. Really, did we? Our crew, our Friday night crew, my Saturday night crew, eight guys, all for eight. None of us wanted this matchup. I wanted, I wanted <laughs> Detroit and Buffalo. That's what I wanted. A lot of folks wanted the Lions. A lot of folks wanted to see the Bills. A lot of folks. How about the Baltimore Ravens? It would have been great to see Lamar Jackson in a Super Bowl. I don't know that anybody was pining for Kansas City, San Francisco, but we do have a hell of a matchup. And the real narrative is basically around the quarterbacks, which is part of the storyline, Patrick Mahomes and Brock Purdy. But the truth of the matter is, from a narrative perspective, this might be as interesting a Super Bowl as we've had in decades. Because on one side, you've got Patrick Mahomes, who's chasing his third Super Bowl at the age of 28. He's managed, coached by Andy Reid, who's trying to become just the fifth coach in the National Football League history with at least three Super Bowl victories. On the other side, you have the San Francisco 49ers, clearly a storied franchise, routinely one of the best teams in the NFL over the past five years, but they're seeking their first championship since 1995 when they destroyed the Chargers 49-21. to Oh, yeah, they've got a quarterback who went from the last pick in the draft to an MVP candidate. And I say candidate in air quotes because people lose their mind when you compliment Brock Purdy. But quarterbacks always drive the narrative of the game. And this matchup feels like a referendum on Brock Purdy. He's a 262nd pick in the 2022 draft. And because Kyle Shanahan does, frankly, have a history of getting the most out of quarterbacks, regardless of who, unless it's Trey Lance. Remember, even Nick Mullins had eight starts as an undrafted rookie and averaged 284 yards per game. Well, Brock Purdy's accomplishments have been viewed with a healthy amount of skepticism. Do not put me in that category. I've broken him down and his ability to play the position with his eyes, make decisions, keep plays alive with his feet. He's so much better than people give him credit for. Let's not dwell on that right now. Before the season, though, a lot of folks doubted Purdy. Remember, it seems like a distant memory because he was coming off that elbow surgery, basically had his arm taken off in the game against Philadelphia last year, only played eight full games as an NFL starter. I had seen enough to know he could play the position. Now, there was no guarantee he would continue to be as effective as he was last year. And what were people saying? Oh, I got to see more. It's the same skeptics that they just they think they're more intelligent when they take the contrarian side just because. He sounds stupid. But Purdy was excellent this season, as I believed he would be. He's thrown for 4,300 yards, 31 touchdowns, 11 picks, completing 70% of his passes. All those numbers... Don't lose your mind and drive off the road. All those numbers are actually better than Mahomes' stats. Purdy also leads the league in yards per completion, 14. Passer rating, 113 and QBR, 73. Yards per completion. That means you actually keep your eyes downfield and you can throw a deep ball. If Brock Purdy can win Sunday, it'll be a great feel-good story about a guy who was passed down by 31 teams. But there'll still be doubters. I'm not going to name names. You know who you are. There'll still be doubters. But if Purdy loses, it'll spark a new round of arguments over whether or not he has what it takes to lead the Niners to a title. Never mind. He's already 21-4 and four as a starter and 4-1 and one in the playoffs. But there are obviously, and by the way, we'll never know what would have happened in that Eagles game because he has his arm taken off. But he started that game and he has the loss saddled to him. 
There are other factors at play. Same with Mahomes. You could say the two have, as Yogi Berra would say, different similarities. A major reason why Brock Purdy has been so good, he does have a fantastic supporting cast. Most good quarterbacks do. Montana had Roger Craig and Jerry Rice and John Taylor and and Brent Jones. And you read on down the road. Uh, remember the catch, Dwight Clark? Okay. The Niners have offensive talent. Christian McCaffrey, George Kittle, get it, you know, Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel. Yeah, you'd expect a team that gets to the Super Bowl to have that. And although Mahomes might not have the same offensive weapons on his side of the ball, although give Travis Kelsey maybe the best tight end of all time, 23 catches in three playoff games, Rasheed Rice has stepped up, but the Chiefs are pretty substantial defensively. So just as Purdy benefits from playing alongside maybe the NFL's best collection of skilled position players, okay, Mahomes doesn't win these games by himself. He's got an elite defense. I realize that offense has been the Chiefs' hallmark during, quote, the Mahomes era, but this year the offense was surprisingly average. Chiefs only ranked 15th in the league in scoring, and after not ranking lower than 6th in that category in Mahomes' first five seasons in the league. We're going to dive more into these types of stats, types of matchups, things to look for, obviously a lot of betting stuff, and we'll continue on with the Las Vegas storyline. But at the end of the day, between tonight's three hours and Saturday's four hours, we're just about going to cover it all. Coming up, the legend, Bill Crackman Krakenberger, was also hanging around Radio Row this week, even caught a pass from Joe Montana. We'll talk about his thoughts and the incredulous notion that we are hosting a Super Bowl in Las Vegas. Plus, we'll get into the meat of the game. You know, about 68% of the tickets are on the Chiefs. But the big money, the sharp money, is actually coming on the 49ers. You haven't seen that line move. I know people lose their mind. Well, how can Vegas, how can they possibly make San Francisco a favorite? Okay, slow down, people. We're not a, you know, we're not a monolith here. By the way, just so you know, a betting line is not a predictor. Vegas is not in the fortune-telling business. They're not in the predicting the future business. They're in the minimize risk, maximize profit business. So that betting line, which opened at two, it's gone to two and a half, depending on where you shop, two to two and a half, Niners are the favorite, are based on very sophisticated math models that result in something called a power rating. And if that line was so far off, why, have it, why hasn't it swung past zero with the Chiefs a favorite? Because the line is where it should be. I will tell you, though, that most likely if the Chiefs win and Travis Kelsey is the MVP and he goes over his yards total, uh, I, I don't know if the books will be able to pay their light bill, but that's a story for a different day. Coming up, we bring in the crack man, Bill Krakenberger. Do not miss this. I'm Bernie Fratto. We are coming to you live from the Las Vegas Fox Sports Radio Tyrac.com studios. Easy for me to say. Here in Las Vegas, the home of Super Bowl 58. So keep it locked right here. You're listening to the Bernie Fratto Show on Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, gang, this is Jay Glazer, host of Unbreakable, a mental wealth podcast. And every week, we will have on leaders from sports entertainment like Sean McVay, 
Lindsey Vaughn, Michael Phelps, David Spade, Guy Fieri, and also those who can help us in between the ears. Anyone from a therapist to someone like Ed Milet or John Gordon. We've all been through some sort of adversity. To get to the top, we've all used different tools. Listen to Unbreakable with Jay Glazer and Mental Wealth Podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get podcasts. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroesfilm.com to get tickets now. All right, we're back on the Bernie Fratto Show, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Tyrac.com studios here in Las Vegas. You know, just before Super Bowl 37, the Las Vegas Convention and Visitors Authority was ready to shell out more than $2 million to launch its new ad campaign during Super Bowl 37. Instead, the NFL refused to air it. So we've got a situation where the old, um, what happens here stays here, never happened. 21 years later, the Super Bowl is in Vegas. Shay, do we have crack? He's texted me. He's waiting on you. So the long and the short of it is the fact that we have a Super Bowl here in Las Vegas is incredible. And uh, we're efforting Bill Krakenberger here. Uh, we're going to do a couple of things with him. First of all, we are going to very much talk about the 
situation where it was incredible to think that the uh, Super Bowl would ever be in Vegas. They wouldn't take advertising in 2004. Tony Romo, uh, you know, had a situation where he wanted to host a fantasy football uh, conference, and uh, they said no. So when you consider how far we've come, thanks to PASPA being overturned in 2018, and you realize what an incredible earning opportunity Super Bowl is for Las Vegas, and you're going to see X players in town. And I think, you know, Joe Buck was way off base when he said, so, Shay, do we have him? He's texting me, big fella. All right. The... Crack, are you with us, my man? Do we have Bill Krakenberger? Hello. Crack, sorry about Hello. that, buddy. I, I don't know what happened. Uh, I apologize. Uh, are you, you're with us now? Yeah, I'm here. Hello. All right. I'm, can you hear me, Crack? I got one. Yep. Okay. You, okay. I, I don't know what happened there. I apologize. No uh, but let's let's welcome in a gentleman, the legend. You know him, Bill Crackman, Crackenberger. Uh, Crack, I want to dive into this. We'll do two segments. Before we get into the meat of the game, the props, everything else, et cetera, um, I've been – I've been regaling about the fact that there was a time uh, the NFL wouldn't even take the uh, advertising dollars from Las Vegas. And now, uh, in, in Tony Romo's situation in 2015 for the fantasy convention, and now we've got the actual game here. Give us your thoughts on the evolution and the incredulous nature of how far Vegas has come. Oh, Vegas has come a big way. Uh, you know, there, there was some gambling specials back back in the day, and uh, you know we had to keep them off the the main grid networks. I, had, I was on like small little networks, and you know they were they were saying, "Do you think Vegas should, any any sports betting will ever come to anywhere outside the country?" And it was so hush hush and so in the closet and not talked about that. I absolutely, I was probably cynical in nature thinking no uh, because of politics and stuff, but I never thought about the money involved. And uh, now we see the giant companies, the FanDuel, the DraftKings, the BetMGMs of the country, um, all legalized in, in, in many states, up to 38 states around around the United States here. And uh, there's just so much money involved. I remember when the commissioner was on ESPN back in 2002, 2003, and he said that less than 5% of the people that watch this sport, whether in the stadiums or at home, have any gambling action on the games. And, you know, most people that were in the know, of course, were all the people in, in the know laughed, but even the people that were not in the know and just saying, really? I thought it was a lot more than that. You're absolutely right. It was a lot more than that. They, it, they just wouldn't accept it because they didn't have their hands in the kitty. Now, of course, uh, the, you know, the NFL, NHL, NBA, they're all hiring people, and you know LeBron just got hired by by a big company, and uh, everything's all you know uh, fancy hockey dory now. But I'll just tell you this: you got to be careful. They, they have to be a little more careful, a little more responsible gaming wise. Uh, that's what I feel. You know, I know because I grew up where I grew up as a kid. I know we gambled as kids. We 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 were just out of control at you know literally 13, 14, 15, 16 years old. But then again, if you grew up in any you know East Coast towns, New York, Philly, Boston, Chicago, Detroit, I can go up and down the coast even. Uh, you know, it was a rite of passage for us. But you just don't want the kids to think it's fashionable and trendy, and it's so easy to do. It's like I say on mostly every single platform I'm on. 
every college in America probably has a gambling problem today. Every single college, and it, even though it, it is, it's, it's kind of kind of scary to, that to, to think like that. But I have so many friends with their their kids, and and uh, you know their kids are all they always say about the stories and things that's going on in school. And it, listen, like I like I like I've been saying though. This has to be addressed. There is a responsible gaming sector, and they do a great job in some of the markets. In New Jersey, it's unbelievable how people are vetted. So they're doing a great job. I just hope they continue that through the new, the new states that are legalized. And I'm always there to help, you know, try to help the kids and try to uh, – listen, if I had children, I wouldn't even want them to gamble. So it's hard to do. I'm in the, the gambling business, and I wouldn't even want kids, my, my own kids to gamble. So just think about that. Here's the thing, Crack. I, I was on the air in 2004 in Detroit. Uh, when uh, the NFL refused the what stays what happens here stays here ad two million dollars, Oscar Goodman went off, made it a national story. Fast forward twenty one years later, my concern has always been with the NFL prior to twenty eighteen and now we've got a team in Vegas, et cetera, is that they treated Vegas like a toxic waste dump that they would not be able to prevent an Alex Karras, Paul Horning situation and the NFL or the integrity of the game. And that always bothered me because people don't really realize the checks and balances we have here in Las Vegas and how truly safe and uh, the, you know, the dignity and integrity of uh, professional sports betting here in Las Vegas. Yeah, you know, we, we have that, that big, beautiful stadium there. I pass it by all the time. And I always say to myself, wow, look how far we have come. You're exactly right, Bernie. Now they're going to bring Major League Baseball here. Uh, just tonight, our, our buddy Fez sent me a, a bet. He's like, listen, there's a good bet under Oakland, uh, under season wins. And I'm, I'm thinking, and, and then he, he, he went on to comment that this is going to be the last year they're playing in Oakland. They have no good players. I'm reading his words. They have no good players. If they did, they'd have um, – they, they they did have any there. They're going to get rid of them. And I'm thinking, wait a minute. Last year in Oakland, don't they have a couple more years? No. Well, so we're, we're getting a we're getting a baseball team. Even I mean, it's amazing how how everything has changed in a matter of like you said, a, a few years here. Baseball coming in in a couple of years. I, I, I actually don't want an NBA team. I hope we don't have NBA, but uh, just that'll be every night. And we've had some bad situations where the All Star game here in the past. But yet the summer was okay when the Lakers were here. But we've had some situations in the past. I just uh, the streets are not made for this. They're not, they're not built for it. You can't even move around town. Traffic everywhere. This is one of the worst traffic spots in the country. Has been Las Vegas, Nevada. So crack. Hang tight. I want to dive into the meat of the game and some favorite prop bets and your thoughts and some twos and don'ts on betting props and having fun. We're going to dive into that heavily. And, of course, Fez, you mentioned Steve Fezzik. He's on my show every Saturday night during football, the Fezzik Five. But crack, hang, hang tight right there, buddy. We're going to get into the meat of the game and get uh, some of your wisdom and thoughts. But first, let's go to our guy, Kevin Figures, with the latest. All right, Bernie, Friday night in the NBA, the Lakers beat the Pelicans in a 139-122 to shootout in Los Angeles. D'Angelo Russell leading the Lakers with 30 points in that one. A triple-double for DeMontis Sabonis 
says the Kings laid the wood to Denver 135 to 106. Kings had seven players scoring double figures. Damian Lillard with 26 points from Milwaukee. They curb stomped Charlotte 120 to 84. That's their second victory under new head coach Doc Rivers. Raptors nearly blew a 21 point lead but held on to defeat Houston by three. Celtics, the first team to 40 wins this season. They defeat Washington 133 to 129. 35 points for Jason Tatum. Atlanta got 37 points and 12 assists from Trey Young. They defeated a shorthanded 76er squad 127 to 121. In NFL news, Chiefs guard Joe Tooney has officially been ruled out of the Super Bowl with a pectoral injury. All other notable names for Kansas City and San Francisco were full participants in practice on Friday and will play. Seattle reportedly hired former University of Washington assistant Ryan Grubb as their offensive coordinator. Earlier in the day, the Seahawks signed Cowboys defensive line coach Aiden Dirty as their new defensive coordinator. Back to Bernie Fratto. All right, thanks, Kevin. Back to our guy, Bill Crackman Crackenberger, the legend crack. As you know, one of the things we've come a long way in is the amount of variety and ways to bet the Super Bowl, including approximately about a thousand different prop bets. There are team prop bets, there are player prop bets, individual. Give the folks some do's and don'ts. For me, I'm not a prop guy, but I'm not big on the, I'm certainly not big on the, what I would call, you know, shooting BBs at the moon props or, or needle in a haystack props. To me, it's either yes and no or over under. But give your thoughts on the general rule of thumb on prop betting for profitability. Yeah, you know, years ago, it was, it was actually much better years ago. Uh, believe it or not. I mean, every season I used to win, you know, it's just a matter of never lost the Super Bowl. It's just a matter of how many, how many, how many, you know, literally how much, how many units I would win. Even th- throughout the season, I would win 20, literally 20 out of 22 weeks on football props. Now it's like 13, 14. It's just harder than ever to get down. And you look at like the national anthem and the halftime stuff, that used to be free money, literally free money. And now you just can't get anything on it. I mean, it, 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 you know, not only can you not get any on it, it's very small limits, but, um, you know, it, lots of the books don't even have it up here. You can't even find it out here in, in Vegas. So uh, it, it was real simple to have. It, you know, I'll just be blunt. It, it just doesn't take the amazing question. You just have to have common sense. Whoever's singing the national anthem, go back on YouTube, watch exactly where they sung the national anthem. Get the timing down, Pat. See how long it was. And, and then, uh, you know, you're going to go by the current time that she's singing it. Or the latter is just have someone in the stadium out of the 100 people that are there, you know, you, uh, security. Uh, there's so many different people that you can have there. And uh, just do a little time job yourself. Find out what, the, what, you know, what it is. Find out what color. It was easier to find out the color of the Gatorade. To find out that this stuff was so much easier than, than, than it is now. But better yet. It was so much easier because there was there was great places to bet in the past, and I just don't have them anymore. Secondly, like the, the FanDuel's and DraftKings come up with the lines literally seconds after the championship games, so right after Kansas City won, then right after San Fran won. Proposition player props came up for the Super Bowl instantly, and of course they're coming up seven no not actually fourteen days ahead of time. And with for, for minimal limits, the hundred dollar, two hundred dollar limit. So and I'm used to games, the props coming up on the day of the game, the Sunday, Monday, Thursday night props come up the day of the game. That doesn't happen anymore. So they, they it, it, literally someone will iron them out. There's so many smart groups out there now. They will iron them out for the hundred dollar limits. And by the time that you know comes to full limits, I don't know if there's any meat on the bone. And and uh, it, last year's Super Bowl, I, I actually didn't make any money because. 
there was 70-some points scored, and I'm an under guy. If that happens again this year, guarantee I'll be losing or breaking even at best because I like to bet a lot of unders. And by the right. way, guys, it's going to be hard to believe this. I haven't bet – I've only bet about 25% of my prop bets because I wait until Saturday and Sunday, especially Sunday, right before – you know, I shouldn't say before game time. I'll start Sunday morning probably after my Fox show, probably even during the commercials of the Fox show, you know, looking for the unders. Unders on the, the, the key marquee players, under Kelsey, under Kittle, under Mahomes, under Purdy, under the, all the key players. And, uh, you know, I'll play them blindly. I don't have to know anything. All I have to know is the public is all over the overs, and they push them up a couple extra That's yards. Right. You know, so, so it's, it's – it's, it's but then again, that will not win – if the game, if there's a lot of a lot of points are scored, but I'm definitely a favorite. Definitely have a couple percent edge on betting those unders because of the inflated lines I'll be getting compared to what the line should be. Well, that's a very shrewd move. If you can wait till right before kickoff and you look at, for instance, the receiving yards for Travis Kelsey as one example, it'll be at his all-time high, and you'll get more value than anywhere else. I want you to. I am not a prop player. I want you to grade a couple of props that caught my eye. One of them, Patrick Mahomes over four and a half rushing attempts. I look at it this way. You get to the fourth quarter, if for any reason the Chiefs are behind, you'll see them pull all the stops. You'll see, I think, Mahomes take off more than once. Even if they're ahead, they might need to give it more score. He's gone over that total both games in the playoffs. Check, check that, all three games in the playoffs. And remember, last year he was hobbled, but the biggest play was his scramble. The bigger the game, the more Mahomes uses his legs. Would you agree that over four and a half rushing attempts for Patrick Mahomes might be a good play? I'll make you laugh. So opening night at the Westgate here, when the Westgate opens their lines, uh, that was a big night to, to put your prop bets in. Used to be a lottery, used to be giant lines. This year there was about 15, less about 13 people online. Two years ago there was 30. Five years ago there was 100. So there was about 13 of us. And one of the props that, you know, I, I have a really good, I have two sources of props, two different prop guys. These guys are the, I like to call them the bugs, the geniuses, uh, the nerds of the industry that, are sitting down, sitting, you know, sitting back with back, back tested data and, you know, looking at the different openers and comparing it to the inefficiencies they filled in the market. Well, you just hit on one of the 15, I bet. And we haven't talked about it ahead of time or anything. Really? Unfortunately, I bet the under, I bet under four and a half, um, uh, under four and a half rush attempts on the homes. Uh, that, that's what I bet. Hard to believe, but I'm going to send you the ticket. I want to text you. No, I, I know. It's all good, my man. I, oh, again, I, I, I want to text you anyway. Say, look, if you believe you hit on one of the 15, there's only 670 that went up the first night. I played literally, you know, 1% of them, and here you got, <laughs> and literally, you picked one of them. So, kind well, of funny. But yes. Let me ask you about this one. The Niners have a kicker, Jake Moody from Michigan. He missed some long kicks this year. But I have found Kyle Shanahan to be very conservative in big games. He's got perfect conditions indoors. His total for points scored over 7.5, if they get two touchdowns and he makes both extra points, there's two. If he makes two field goals, that gets you to eight. It's plus money. Again, I didn't fire on this, but it caught my eye. Your thoughts? Sure, sure. Then what, what line did you see? 7.5, over or under for Jake Moody, points scored, the kicker for the 49ers. Just seen that one today, earlier today. Um, you know, we, we are we are actually uh, we're, we're on well, we're on punts and punts being long. Nothing on field goals, but um, I, I really didn't uh, really didn't look into this market too much as far as kicks go. Now, did you bet this yet, Bernie, or no? No, I haven't fired on any props yet, and the only one I, that I also caught my eye. 
Okay. No, it's not my. Listen, we've talked about this. Know yourself is a better. Know what yeah. you're good at. Know what. Yeah. One other one, and again, these are the exact. These are the exact props I I avoid. Okay. Sure. Uh, I, I I'm going to give you an example, but it's forty to one that neither team will get a sack. That's tempting to me. Your thoughts? Well, you know what? We we actually lean to the under sacks. So, uh, you know, the 40 to 1, you could probably even chop and get higher, no sacks. But that, you know what? The more I think about it, that seems pretty high. I usually don't bet those one way markets where something's just plus 40 to 1. But that just sounds like something that you want to just throw a peanut bet on or something. I don't mind doing that. It's a fun bet. You could pick a couple of them. You just don't want to go like 0 and 20 on, uh, on, on, you know, bet you're betting uh, 10 bucks or 20 dollars on. But they're kind of fun little bets. And I have no problem with you picking a 40 to 1 shot. Matter of fact, I'll just tell you tonight, I, I, I actually look for Uzcheck first catch, or not first catch, anytime touchdown. I see uh, Ben and Jam, I'll use them because they're the sponsor of my Sunday Fox show. Uh, they have 10 to 1. Uh, you know, that, that, that's just anytime touchdown. I'll bet something on that, but I'll bet like 10% of what I would bet on a normal prop. So if I'm betting 2000 on a prop, uh, a normal prop, I'd bet 200 bucks on that. I have no problem with that. But you want to really bet a lot of the yes-no props, and believe it or not, the edge is on the no. It's not fun. That's correct. no. Laying 3-1 stuff. You know, that, that, that's the bet I like to make a lot. Talking with Bill Crackman, Crackenberger, the legend, uh, who, caught, by the way, caught a pass from Joe Montana the other night. I hope Montana. I hope Montana complimented you. <laughs> he did. I'm so glad he threw me the pass. You know, I told him, I said, Joe, listen, I see the first one you did. You threw a post round, a post to the kid, and he missed the ball. I don't want to do that. You got to. I'm just going to take 20 steps, turn around, hit me in the gut. That's exactly Stop the way route. Yeah. Exactly. He put the, the ball in the money. Him, he said, okay, you got it, and he did it, and I hit it. And I'm glad I caught it. All right, crack. The thing people love to hear most is. Any uh, particular wagers that you have fired on or that you like, maybe if you want to pick one property, if you have a thought on the side of the total, uh, those are what folks love to hear from you. The rare Super Bowl where I do, I, I did play Kansas City, and I like to see uh, Mr. Walters yesterday confirm that with the newspaper. But I did play Kansas City Chiefs, and that's unusual. You can get this, uh, that I bet, I bet that. But I, I'll have more on the props. I like over on punt yardage. So look for Wyszewski to have um, – you know, I, I like his over uh, 56 and a half yards for as long as yes. punt. Yes, huh? 49ers, yes. On the 49ers, yes, sir. It's indoor and – We're the highest elevation ever of any Super Bowl play. And, you know, you could have a situation late in the game where there's no one on the return and it could bounce and roll. I, I love that play. I may I may uh, break ranks. So you like Kansas City. Now, the, the consensus seems to be that it will be a relatively low-scoring game. I think it will go under 47 and a half. Your thoughts? Yeah, you know, uh, we have a couple sports books in town here. I noticed, <laughs> I know the stations in South Point went up to forty-eight. It looks tempting to bet the under, but uh, I also made another bet: all length of all the touchdowns scored seventy-four and a half yards or more. So I'm looking for a lot of touchdowns. So I can't bet the under, uh, even though it's two separate independent bets. No real opinion. A lot of these Super Bowls go, tend to go over. I know Kansas City plays a low-scoring second half in a lot of their games. Eighteen two. Yep. They do what they have to do to win, and they may just have to be scoring in the second half in this game. We'll see what happens. Tomorrow I'll dive into this. I haven't fired on anything yet. I'm keeping my eyes open, Crack. Great job, as always. Uh, tell the folks where they can find you Sunday morning uh, with your show. So, uh, countdown to kickoff, 7 to 10 a.m. Vegas time, Fox Sports Radio. 
just make sure, guys, it's just one other game. Do not overbet your bankroll. I know it's easy to overbet. Oh, my God, Super Bowl, I have to have tons of bets. Listen, don't overbet. That's all I can tell you. In the end, a lot of times people shake their head and say, what did I do to myself? All right? So responsible gambling. I'll close with that. That's what you do. Crack, great stuff. We'll see you soon, pal. Thanks, buddy. It's Bill Krakenberger, the legend, Crackman. Uh, you can follow him uh, at Bill Crackman on uh, Twitter. Coming up, you didn't think we'd forget, Shay will be taking your calls at midnight, the midnight hour. I think we might have the most polarizing topic that we've had since January 1st when we kicked this off. The Taylor Swift effect. Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey, I just mentioned it, and people come at me on Twitter. There are haters, there are lovers, there are people in between. I want to hear your thoughts on this whole phenomenon. And as I've said before, the most boring conversations are when everybody agrees. So if you're hating on this, we want to hear from you. If you think it's lovable, we want to hear from you. If you're neutral and you don't care, and oh, by the way, we always have a two-part question. If you'd rather not weigh in on that, you can also weigh in on this. We keep hearing it every year. Someone brings it up. Should Super Bowl Monday, the day after, should it be a national holiday once and for all? Because you all know half the folks take the damn day off, or even if they go to work, they've been hooked up to a blender all day Sunday, so they're not into working. So the midnight hour, your call's coming up top of the hour, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. The Taylor Swift effect. By the way, her plane will be landing about 5 p.m. Saturday night here in Las Vegas from Tokyo. No, no issue. She's not going to miss the game. But Taylor Swift to Travis Kelsey. Are you sick of it? Do you love it? Are you somewhere in between? And should Super Bowl Monday be a national holiday? Should be be over it once and for all. By the way, shortly after this show, Shay will uh, post our podcast. If you missed any of tonight's show, be sure to check out the podcast. Just search Fox Sports Radio. Wherever you get your podcast. be sure to follow, rate, and review the podcast as well. Again, just search Fox Sports Radio wherever you get your podcast, and you'll see this show posted right after we get off the air. I'm Bernie Fratto. We're coming to you live from the Las Vegas Fox Sports Radio, Tyrac.com studios here in Las Vegas, home of Super Bowl 58. Keep it locked. You're listening to the Bernie Fratto Show on Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. 
Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. All right, we're back on the Bernie Fratto Show, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Tyrac.com studios here in Las Vegas, home of Super Bowl 58. We'll take you up to 2 a.m. Pacific, 5 a.m. Eastern, just getting started. Dial them up, 877-996-6369, 877-99 on Fox. Shea will take your calls. We'll start getting your calls. We'll get the crew involved as well, starting at midnight. Uh, the Taylor Swift effect, the Taylor Swift Travis Kelsey love affair. Your thoughts? Are you sick of seeing them? The whole 44 seconds on air, they show her jumping up and down and hugging everybody every time they score. By the way, if you don't think the Taylor Swift effect is a real thing, the Chiefs, when Taylor Swift's in attendance, they're 9-3. and three. When Taylor Swift is not there, the Chiefs are 5-3. and three. With Swift in attendance, can't make this stuff up. The Chiefs offense averages 24 points a game without Taylor Swift. The offense averages 19 points per game. And Travis Kelsey, when Taylor Swift is there, he averages 79 receiving yards. With Taylor Swift not there, 51 receiving yards. Yeah, the Taylor Swift effect is real. It's also real on the additional viewers that it will bring into the game from the distaff side. Many more women talking about this. Now, you're not going to be able to get... Taylor Swift props here in Vegas. The only props you're going to get are the ones decided on the field, right? If it's not in the box score, it's not decided on the field. You're not going to get the national anthem here. You're not going to get the Gatorade here, Taylor Swift here. You'll have to get those in faraway places, but if you look hard enough, they're not hard to find. So we want to hear from you. 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. The Taylor Swift effect. How has it affected you? You know they're going to show her a lot on Sunday. I don't know how much. I don't care. I, I don't, I'm in the middle. I think it's cool. Whatever. Doesn't bother me one bit, but we got a lot of haters, and you're welcome to call in. The most boring conversations are when everybody agrees. So I want to see what the varying opinions are. And, and part two as well. Is it time? Should we finally make, the United States finally make Super Bowl Monday, the day after, a national holiday? Why the hell not? People are doing it on their own anyway. It's probably time after 58 Super Bowls on Monday. We'll see where it uh, shakes out. 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. The Taylor Swift Effect, your call's next. 
And should Super Bowl Monday be a holiday? Keep it locked. You're listening to the Bernie Fratto Show on Fox Sports Radio. That's right. You heard the man. The Bernie Fratto Show keeps rolling right along. My name is Bernie Fratto. We're coming to you live from the Tyrac.com studios here in Las Vegas, home of Super Bowl 58. Tyrac.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. Tyrac.com, the way tire buying should be, as is the case with the great callers we've had since we started this segment five weeks ago. Yes, it's time for the Midnight Hour. And just as I thought, this might be, tonight's topic might be the most polarizing of them all. If you can't, the phone lines are already jammed. We're going to get to all of you, including the crew. We'll take calls all the way up to 1 a.m., so if you don't get in right away, keep trying. So let's get the party started. Andy from Oregon, you are up first, my friend. Your thoughts on the Taylor Swift effect. How's it going, Bernie? Good. You? Pretty good. Um, my opinion is is that everybody who's got a problem with it really needs to figure out, you know, what the hell's wrong with their life. <laughs> because it's like she's not asking to get put on TV. People just want to make more money, and, you know, that's the way the world works. And then uh, I think that, um, yeah, Monday should be a day off because why the hell not? Sure. The Super Bowl, the Super Bowl is a great day. <clears throat> So, yeah, anyways, uh, that's my opinion. Next All time. right, fair enough, Andy. Appreciate you checking in. And, and by the way, for the record, I should give my opinion, too. Uh, I have no problem with this. It's all in fun. Uh, we are a nation. Again, we do not have royalty in this country. Our entertainers and our athletes who are entertainers, they are our royalty. So does it surprise you that you put a Taylor Swift in an NFL game, it's going to draw attention, or Travis Kelsey, who may be the greatest tight end of all time, and clearly he's like he's got a boyhood crush. I mean, this this thing is on, man. I don't know where it goes. I don't know where it ends up. Hell. But uh, it's it's fun to watch, okay? So that's where I'm at. But you may not agree. Go back out to the phone lines. Kyle, here in Las Vegas, your thoughts on this situation? Hey, Bernie, good afternoon, evening, morning, whatever you want to call it, buddy. Back at you, my friend. <laughs> hey, um, first can I say that you and Mr. Maller are the absolute best at the late-night sports talk. I listen to you guys. I listen to you weekends. I listen to, to him throughout the week. Love the show. Love the segments. Thank you. Um, here's, here's the first thing with the Taylor Swift thing. Like the other caller said, I don't care. Let the, let their relationship bloom. Let it blossom. Let them grow. It's bringing attention. It's bringing a whole new generation of non-football watchers to the game, even if they don't even pay attention to the game. They're watching it, and we all know that views equals money. So if that's the case, let them, let them have that. The other thing is, <clears throat> with Monday being a day off or whatever, if it's a paid holiday, oh, yeah, <laughs> I'm down for it. <laughs> but if it's a non-paid holiday, toodles, I'm going to work. <laughs> Kyle, always good stuff. Uh, we look forward to your calls on Friday night. Thanks for checking in. Thank and, you. Uh, as far as – so we're two for two. I mean, I'm waiting for the hater, and it's all good. Look, man, if that's how you feel – you know, maybe you could just shake it off if, you, if you've if you got uh, bad blood. See what I did there? See, I'm a hip hipster. Our guy, Humberto, from San Diego. Como esta? Hola, Ber Hola, Bernie. Como estas? Estoy feliz, y tú? Yo también, yo también, Bernie. Great show, like always. <laughs> Listen, regarding the first topic about Swift, I think it's great. Uh, I think it brings awareness for a lot of things. 
And, you know, the haters are going to hate. So they're going to be like that all the time. But I think it's great. And I want to see the ending of the Super Bowl, whether what, what's going to be the face they show when the Niners beat the Chiefs. See, I, I, I haven't given my pick yet, but spoiler alert, I think the Niners are going to win as well. And, and, and you know what? If, they, if the Chiefs do lose, will that, what will the Taylor Swift uh, narrative be then? You, you bring up a good point. Should Monday be a holiday, a Super Bowl holiday, Humberto? Oh, definitely. Definitely. Nobody, nobody's useful at work after the Super Bowl. That's right. It's true. It's true. Uh, I, I can't disagree with that. 877-996-6369, 877-99-FOX. The Taylor Swift effect. How has it affected you? What are your thoughts? So far, no haters yet, but we'll see. Perhaps Stephen from Kansas City has an alternative opinion. Stephen, your thoughts? Hey, Bernie. Great, great topic. Uh, my, my alternative opinion is I don't think they're leaning into this enough, honestly. Okay. Uh, there's a re- there's a reason the Dallas Cowboys have been quote unquote America's team for 30 years and never won anything. It's because or the Raiders or whoever you picture that that people tune in because they want to know what the conversation is going to be at the office. You know, they used to call it water cooler conversation. Right. What what are they What are they going to talk about on on Monday morning? So. It, as I suspect, if the Chiefs are fairly in control most of this game because the Niners can't defend a bubble screen and Spagnolo's going to put uh, Purdy through a meat grinder, that there's going to be nothing to watch except the commercials and Taylor Swift. So, <laughs> so I think we're headed toward at least 120 million people watching just to see what was going to happen. I think the all-time record for any programming is 125 million for the moon landing, according to Wikipedia. So I think we're definitely going to get all-time. If they want the biggest ratings they've ever had, I would show Taylor Swift for most of the second half if one team is in, in control. I don't think this is a bad thing at all. I, don't, I think this draws, draws people in. I see all these online pictures of women making their parties. You know, they're already creating Taylor Swift parties on the on these uh, news sites. So I think this is this is nothing but positive. I mean, I, I I would I would I don't need a holiday on Monday, but this is this is expanding the NFL's reach. This is not limiting it. Do, do you agree or disagree? I one hundred percent agree. Thanks so much for checking in, Stephen. Look, look, the bottom line is you mentioned it it bringing more viewers. There's no question it's bringing more viewers. And the Super Bowl has become an event for people who don't even care about football, don't even know about football. They were going to watch it anyway. All this does is increase that audience while they're eating their nachos and cheese dip and pizza and their favorite beverage. It's an all-day event. It's an event. And, look, the talk is, well, is Taylor Swift going to make it for the game? She's going to make it, okay? Uh, my, my show signs off tonight about 2 a.m. I'm told her flight will take off, her private plane will take off from about 5 a.m., Pacific. She'll land 5 p.m. here in Las Vegas Saturday night. She'll sleep it off on the plane. Uh, she'll sick it off, and haters going to hate, 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 and deal with their bad blood. And that's enough of that. All right, Andrew from Bakersfield, you're up next. Your thoughts? All right. I don't know if this is correct, but I heard there's a prop bet for um, Taylor Swift camera time, and it's 44 seconds over or under. But all I have to say about it is this. Um, I've heard of conspiracy theorists 
that say that the NFL is all planned out like wrestling and stuff like that. And so I think the NFL shouldn't show Taylor Swift at all through the whole game unless it's the last touchdown. There's no flags and they're sure that the Chiefs won. Then they can show her or show her after the game. All right. Is it, should Monday be a holiday? And not a national holiday, but somehow you could make it so you don't have to go to work. <laughs> well, which people do anyway. So, all right. Appreciate you checking in. And uh, look, I, I am not one of those folks who believes uh, in conspiracy theories, particularly in the NFL. But, uh, you know, I'm not going to try to talk anybody out of it. People think what they think. As far as a, a, the Taylor Swift prop, I did hear that 44 seconds, which was the amount of time she was on TV against Baltimore over under. Um, I would be inclined to maybe think about betting the under, depending on its member. It's time is valuable in the Super Bowl, but she's going to get her TV time. And frankly, people want that. Mike Harmon brings up a good good point. J- Jason Smith, Mike Harmon, every night, uh, weeknights from 7 to 11 Pacific. People are going to hate watch, too. Remember, hate, the opposite of love is not hate, it's indifference. You have to have that same emotion invested to love and hate. 877-996-6369. Your thoughts on the Taylor Swift effect. Emmett from Olympia. Good evening, Emmett. What are your thoughts on the subject matter? Good evening, Bernie. It's been a while. How are you doing? Good, sir. You? Uh, I'm good. Now, look, I I kind of have like two parts to this question because I'm not going to lie to you, Bernie. Like going on TikTok or Instagram and seeing like – Every other post, something about Taylor Swift is a little annoying. I, and it's, but at the same time, I understand it. And I said this a couple months ago, I, I believe with either Ben or Kavino and Rachel. Where, look, the, the NFL, it, they're making their money. They're making their ratings, right? I can't hate on them for, for you know, showing Taylor Swift, for involving it, you know, involving like this season kind of around Taylor Swift because – I believe it was, um, and uh, the first caller or second caller, it was like Andy or Kyle was saying how how much people it's bringing into you know the football. I mean, I have like family members who aren't like the biggest you know NFL fans, right? Like they're, they're very casual, but they're invested just because of Taylor Swift, and that's what the NFL needs. I mean, the NFL is trying to expand their brand. I mean, look at them going to other countries. Look at them going, you know getting Amazon and uh, what's the other one, Peacock, to, for playoff games. So I think it, for the NFL, this makes perfect sense, and you're going to want to show her every second you can. And about the prop bet, Bernie, uh, that the uh, Andrew guy from Bakersfield was just saying was, look, 44 seconds to me for how much like the NFL is like infatuated with Taylor Swift and how much like money they can make off people watching her, I think there's going to be – I think betting the over is a safe bet on that, and I think it's pretty low, 44 seconds. And to answer the final part, I know I'm rambling, Bernie, but should Monday be a holiday? Yes, it should. Because, look, if someone isn't, you know, completely mangled off their you-know-what Sunday night, they're going to be in a food coma and still have to recover from that from eating 25 too many chicken wings on Sunday night. So, look – you got to have the day off. I mean, what? Like people are gonna, like the other dude was saying, people are going to be lousy at work. People are probably calling out. So save them from getting in trouble from calling out and make it a holiday. All right, thanks, Emmett. Good stuff. Uh, Emmett mentioned betting. Uh, you can't bet anything on Taylor Swift here in Las Vegas. We don't do it that way. It's got to be decided on the field. It's got to be in a box score. But in faraway places and other countries and some of the foreign websites, there are some interesting Taylor Swift bets. The score... They're offering betters. Well, you can bet what will be the predominant color of Taylor's top, what she's wearing as a top, prior to opening kickoff. Now, not her jacket, but her top. 
Oh, by the way, will Taylor be shown on screen, irrespective of time, the over-under five and a half times? Now, that, include, that excludes pregame and postgame. That's just only from kickoff to the final whistle. Will they show Taylor Swift more or less than five and a half times? Will Taylor Swift be mentioned during an MVP speech, irrespective of who wins the MVP? Will Taylor Swift be shown during the national anthem? Will Taylor Swift be showing during the halftime show? All right. Those types of things. This one, to me, is the goofiest one. (laughs) If for any reason, let's say the Chiefs win, would Travis Kelsey propose to Taylor Swift on the field after the game, but he's got to be shown on the television broadcast and proposing to her on the field to play. These are the rules. If you bet yes, $100 brings you back $2,500. I'm not buying that one. You might as well light your money on fire. It'll keep you warm. Uh, How about Swift and Kelsey to publicly announce their engagement prior to her first concert in Toronto this year, November 21st? Now that, yes, will get you $300 if you bet $100. So they've gone gaga over this. 68 million people will place bets. There'll be $23 billion in wagers placed on this year's Super Bowl legally and illegally across the country. And many of them, many of them in offshore bets having to do with Taylor Swift. Coming up, more of your calls, the Taylor Swift effect, 877-996-6369. And I want to bring in the crew as well, Kevin, Mark, and Shay, and get their thoughts. This story has a lot of angles, and we're just touching upon it. I'm Bernie Fratto. We're coming to you live from the Las Vegas Fox Sports Radio, Tyrac.com studios. Keep it locked right here. You're listening to the Bernie Fratto Show on Fox Sports Radio. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now. All right, we're back on the Bernie Fratto Show, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from Las Vegas, the Tyrac.com studios. Take you up to 2 a.m. Pacific, 5 a.m. Eastern. We continue jam-packed phone lines, the Taylor Swift effect. Russell from Philadelphia, you're up next. Good evening. Yes, good morning, sir. How are you doing? Good, thank you. Well, this is my opinion. I watch a football game for the athlete, not for some celebrity. I mean, are celebrities and athletes controlling our country now? I mean, she's doing a lot for football, but I mean, I, I want to see it. I, I want to see it again. I'm not interested in her. I, I mean, that's just my. I mean, that's just my opinion. Well, your opinion's valued. The most boring and, and conversation. My, Go ahead. I'm sorry, sir. And here's my question. Wait, wait till the season's over. Let's see how far this relationship's going to go. You don't have to reach out. Well, see, I was waiting for that. You're keeping it real. Look, right. uh, 50% of marriages end up in divorce and haven't even gotten engaged yet. So, you yeah. know, you're you're not wrong, Russell. If you, if you look at her history, I'm not wishing it on him. I appreciate no. your candor. By the way, should Super Bowl Monday be a holiday? No. I'll tell you why. You've got important people in this country, not for anything. Former President John Kennedy, he doesn't have a holiday. I mean, people celebrate the holiday that he got shot that's i mean that 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 was a sad event but he don't have a holiday this is a damn good call russell appreciate you man you uh, can i say night... one more thing go ahead uh, uh i mean not for anything look what happened to tom brady his managers destroyed on the cattle kind of sports yeah no, listen, I I appreciate the varied opinions here. Every Friday night, midnight Pacific, 3 a.m. Philly time. Russell, let's hear from you again. Enjoy your enjoy the game Sunday. When Taylor Swift comes on, just look away, my man. Right. Uh, grab, yourself, grab yourself a cheesesteak from Angela's on 9th, right? Thanks for uh, taking my core. Have a always. nice weekend. Appreciate you too, pal. Fernando, Las Vegas. How you doing? Doing good, Bernie. Uh, good show. Um, Sunday I'll be attending my ninth Super Bowl in person. Outstanding. You got and, me beat by five. I've only attended four. <laughs> I've been to all the ones in Southern California and um, the ones up north at um, Santa Clara and at um, Stanford Stadium a long time ago. But yep. anyway, um, yeah, the Taylor Swift effect is great. It's fun. It's awesome. It's a good thing. And um, I think um, Monday should be a Super Bowl holiday. Why not? Celebrate some more. Fair enough. And Fair enough. And I'd rather see Taylor Swift on camera than Jerry Jones. <laughs> <laughs> I will end on that one. All right. Back out to the phones. Uh, uh, wait, do we, I've lost my place. Did, did, did we, that was Fernando, right? Is Jerome up next? Thanks, Jay. Thanks, buddy. Uh, I haven't been drinking, folks, I promise. Jerome from Charleston. Sorry I lost my place there, big fella. What do you got? Hey, if, she, if he was just a regular-looking guy like me, regular run-of-the-mill guy, didn't have any money, didn't have any fame, and it's not about the money, it's about his fame, she would have looked twice at him, okay? Bam! No That's way. why we have this segment. Go ahead, keep going. No way she looked twice at him. 
I've been riding around about this. I mean, look at a lot of the women that are attracted to these athletes and these entertainers. Beautiful women. A guy like me talks to, hey, I want to go. She wouldn't look twice at me, man. She wouldn't. I wouldn't get a second call. Nothing. You stand no line. How, no way. You stand. You stand line because it reminds me. I played one year minor league baseball. We had a buddy on the team. He really liked Rod Stewart. And then my buddy, one of the other guys on the team, says, "Hey, hell with Rod Stewart, man. Yeah, I realize he gets more strange butt than a rental car, but to give that guy a postal route, he wouldn't get any of that. They wouldn't look at him twice, right?" You know <laughs> All right, Jerome. Go ahead, Jerome. Ago? You're you on a roll. A couple of months ago, I was attracted to the younger woman. You know, at the at the hospital I go to, I bought her candy. I bought her some flowers. You know, a little flowery thing and a gift card. All she said was, why me? Walked away. I've never bothered her ever again. Okay? Does she know you play there's for the Chiefs, life. man? <laughs> no. There's my life, okay? There's my there's women's attraction to me. Little old nobody's wrong. No attraction, nothing. Well, you, you, never you, you keep, talk, you keep she never spoke to me again. You keep taking your swings, man. Remember, Babe Ruth struck out 1,300 times. Still hit 700 home runs. Should Monday be a holiday, Jerome? I'm not getting a, no, and I'm not getting in the Hall of Fame either. It's early, my man. It's early. We haven't even put you the vote yet. All, All right. right. You, we, I want, I want to hear from you All again right. on the midnight hour. All this right. is what I'm talking about. We're getting See, we're getting things stirred up here. David in Kansas, you're up next. What do we got, my friend? David or Toto, are we still in Kansas anymore? Did David leave us? Going once. David, yeah. That's one hell of a Marcel Marceau imitation. If we get oh. David, are you, oh, David, there you are. David in Kansas, you're up next. Yeah. Hello, hello, hello. Do we have a phone line issue? Tell you what, David, I think we got an issue. Call back. Call back. Yeah, we think, we think it's your line, David. Call back. We'll get you back in. Uh, Billy from Minnesota, your thoughts on this uh, little topic we've got tonight. You know, the way I look at it is like I've seen her once, you know, I, I, on TV with, the, you know, following the Chiefs. And, of course, we all knew what was going on secretly, you know, but in, in every game, you know, they're, they're, you know, they're always on national TV. It's like, what are the announcers supposed to say the third time they see, see her or, or show her? And then the fourth time, it's like, oh, she's at the same. And then her mom never really joins in or his mom never really joins in. I would like to see. You know, what is, does his mom play piano or something? Like, have him, like, a little sidebar on Dear Christmas. I don't know. I, I, in other words, they could show her any any pose, and we wouldn't know the difference. I mean, I'm, I'm not at the game. They could just show anything. And she's always jumping around. She's always and, – and if she doesn't want to be on camera, she wouldn't be against that class. That's all I'm saying. Oh, and no you know question. what? No question. And you know what else? Uh, you know what else? I really dig your Motown uh, uh, bumper music, and I wish, I wish you would switch places with Ben Maller because he, he should be on mornings. You should be the night guy, and uh, I don't want I don't want Monday being a holiday because it's, I have enough time, enough days screwing up my garbage pickup. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good stuff, Bailey. Yes, I play Motown music for a reason. I've had this show in this time slot since. September, Labor Day of 2018. I do it for a reason. I believe we are trying to create an entertainment product here, and bumper music's part of it. Of course, you know my Detroit roots. Motown music is timeless. 
It's universal, and it's feel-good music. And thanks to my guy, Mark Ramsey, hitting the mark. He knows. We've talked about this, as we have with my prior producers. Poppy from San Diego. My man, what's up, Poppy? Hey, my man, Bernie. Hey, I'm just excited to hear, you know, you've been on Super Bowl week, and I can't wait to hear the stories you're going to tell us. But, you know, on this subject, uh, the Taylor, like, hey, I'm not even watching the Super Bowl to watch the teams, like, you know, it reminds me when I was with my grandma in Mexico watching telenovela soap opera. Like we got Taylor Swift; she's the main actress, and the co and the co the other star, the co actor is Travis Kelsey. Like I want to know. Like I'm just watching the Super Bowl with my food and saying, like, hey, is Travis Kelsey gonna get her engaged? And I think I'm predicting that he's gonna get out the engagement ring. If everything goes out right and, you know, the Chiefs win, he's going to give her the engagement ring, and then that's going to bring uh, big ratings because it's going to be a big soap opera. Like, that's the reason why I'm watching it, Bernie. Like, I want to see what's going to happen with Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. I can't really get enough of it, uh, Bernie. All right, fair enough. Should Monday be a holiday? And yeah, and I think uh, Monday should be a holiday for all the people that are going to be wasted and all the drunks out there. <laughs> all right, Poppy. You take care out there at San Diego. And I, I got to tell you, wouldn't that be a son of a gun if the Chiefs lost it and Travis Kelsey proposes and she says no? <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to hell on a scholarship for even putting that out in the universe. We're going to take more of your calls, 877-996-6369. We're just getting started, man. That's some good stuff. I love you. <laughs> Russell, Fernando, Jerome, everybody. By the way, David, if you get your phone thing figured out, Shay will take care of you. You just got to call back with a good phone. In the meantime, hey, let's go back to our guy, Kevin Figures, with the latest. All right, Bernie, Friday night in the NBA, the Lakers defeated the Pelicans 139-122. to D'Angelo Russell leading the Lakers in scoring with 30 points there. Uh, we also had the LeBron. James, by the way, 21 points and 14 assists for the Lakers. Kings dominating Denver 135-106, to snapping the Nuggets' three-game win streak. It was Milwaukee 120 and Charlotte 84, just the second victory for the Bucks under new head coach Doc Rivers. You also had wins for Toronto, Atlanta, and Boston, who picked up their 40th victory of the season, a 133-129 to victory over Washington. Chris has Porzingis, 34 points and 11 boards against his former team. The final injury report is in for the Super Bowl. The Chiefs will be without Pro Bowl offensive guard Joe Tooney as he continues to nurse that pectoral injury. 49ers tight end George Kittle was a full participant in Friday, on Friday's practice after nursing a toe issue. He will play on Sunday. Seattle signed former Washington Huskies offensive coordinator Ryan Grubb to the same position, while earlier in the day they hired Cowboys assistant Aiden Dirty as their defensive coordinator. College basketball Friday night, Nevada upsetting number 24 San Diego State, while Virginia Commonwealth picked up an ugly 49-47 victory over 18th rank. Dayton. Back to Bernie Frado. All right, Kevin, uh, keep those vocal cords warmed up. We're going to come back to you in a minute. Uh, but let's go back to the phone lines. I believe we've uh, made contact with David in Kansas. David, do we have our phone issues worked out? Well, I hope so. Bernie, can you hear me? I can hear you. Go ahead. What are your okay. thoughts on the whole deal? Well, um, I've called before. I'm a free market capitalism. Uh, and I believe in the free market, and uh, this is a perfect example of it. Taylor Swift is a product. It's put out there for people to buy, and they're buying it. And it's, uh, a, a free market capitalism is the tide that floats all boats. I'd like to also emphasize that uh, your willingness to talk with callers and to engage them in a, in a, in a fun conversation is a very valuable product. 
and it will it, it too will sell, and people will buy it, and um, free market capitalism will go to work for you. Uh, David, thank you. Uh, Monday, does free market capitalism take a kick in the nuts because everybody's hung over from the Super Bowl? Should it just be a holiday? Uh, I, th- I think it should be a holiday because uh, it's become one of the great American institutions. We have holidays for a whole bunch of other stuff. All right, David. Appreciate you, man. You've called before. You're always welcome. We'll have another topic uh, every Friday night, midnight, the midnight hour. Uh, before I go to you, Kevin, i got to tell you, I'm not going to lie. I, Jerome, that got to me. He buys this chick flowers, candy, says hello, treats her right. And, uh, you know, uh, she you know, she rides him like a rented mule. I mean, that's just wrong as rain on opening day. That hurt my heart, Kevin. Yeah, I can't lie. But it might have been a little bit much, Bernie. Now, he said this was a woman that he saw or met at the hospital. Did I hear that correctly? Was this a nurse? I, you know, I don't know, but, man, you take your swings, man. You know, you, you shoot your shot. But I, I, I just go ahead, man. You got to be a little, a little smooth with it though you can't just come in you can't you know you mentioned like your babe ruth you can't come in you know guns blazing throw a 99 you know right off the bat you got to ease into it a little bit you can't you got to read the room yeah you got to read the room a little bit but all right so your thoughts on the whole taylor swift uh effect as it were yeah you know it's for i think a lot of callers have pointed out from a marketing standpoint it's one. it's i can't even say it's one of the smartest things the nfl has ever done it kind of landed right in their laps it would have been ridiculous not to lean into it the, you know showing her on camera we mentioned the average what is the over under you said it's 44, 44 seconds seconds yeah it'll probably go over in the grand scheme does it really make that big of a difference how much attention do does do many of us pay to the cutaways in between plays anyway so instead of cutting away to a random guy in chiefs jersey a random woman in a 49ers jersey it's going to be Taylor Swift three out of the five times instead of random fans. What difference does it really make? Does it take away from the game at all? That's all I've ever argued throughout this entire situation. I don't understand why people get so upset over what they're showing in the 15 to 30 seconds in between plays. It doesn't really matter. And if it's going to end up helping the NFL and bring in a new audience, isn't that what you should want? Don't you want to grow the game? Don't you want more women and girls to be uh, interested in the game of football? Why wouldn't you be? So I think it's I think it's a positive. I have no issues with it whatsoever. See, you just make it too much sense there. Yeah, way too practical. You, you, you literally are because this is an emotional thing. And, and I, I will only speculate, we are in a society where people crave power. And so what do the people who don't have power do? They want to steal power from the people who do. So by denigrating this situation, Travis Kelsey, uh, Taylor Swift, it feels like perhaps that's the agenda. I don't want to paint everybody with that brush. Perhaps you're just annoyed, whatever the reason. But we also have a situation in this country. We do it with... Uh, athletes, we do it with actors, we do it, we certainly do it with politicians and presidents. We elevate people to their highest level only uh, to tear them down again. So, I, mm-hmm. listen, I, the thing I like about the midnight hour, and I know people are going to get sick of me saying this, but I mean it. The most boring conversations are when everybody agrees. So we have a good varying uh, sort of an amalgam of opinions tonight. Kevin, should the Monday after the game be a holiday? I don't know if it necessarily needs to be a holiday. I mean, maybe there's a compromise in between. It can be, you know, a lot of players or, excuse me, a lot of companies do, you know, remote work at this point in time. Maybe it could be a half day. Maybe you can come to work a little bit late if you need to. But, I mean, I don't know if we need to necessarily lose a day of productivity because it's the day after a football game. That's well, just and, what I would And therein lies the argument that some people have made, you know, productivity is down 60%. You know the old deal. Where's right. Mike today? Well, Mike called in sick. Uh-huh. Oh, he did? Oh, yeah. How do you? 
He, how do you, he didn't sound good. You know, people have that sick voice, right? Uh-huh, right. You know, hey, come on, we've all done it, right? I'm not going to make it in today. Uh, okay, he, well, he didn't sound good. That happens. All right, good, good stuff, Kevin. Appreciate you, man. Uh, let's go back out to the phones. Uh, Mike from here in Las Vegas, you're up next. Your thoughts? Uh, yes, I think the uh, main thing about this, uh, the, the most positive thing about the Taylor Swift dilemma is that uh, fathers and daughters are going to football games and they're communicating more about sports. That's the positive thing. As far as Taylor Swift, I'm more of a, a jazz and R&B person, uh, Alicia Keys, Chardé, Anita Baker, Kenny G, stuff like that. Uh, I'm not a Taylor Swift fan, but as far, as far as fathers and daughters uh, talking about sports and communicating, I think it's a positive thing. Fair enough. That's all good. Should Monday be a holiday? Uh, yes, most definitely. All the, all the hangovers and people missing work, most definitely. All right. Appreciate you checking in, Mike. We'll talk to you again. Yeah, yeah uh, thank you. Back out to the phones. Kevin from Cape Canaveral. This may be a first. Uh, you're not on a rocket ship there, are you, big fella? Pardon me? You're not on a rocket ship, are you, from Cape Canaveral? Uh, no, sir, but I used to work at the Space Center when we launched the shuttle. And um, so anyway, I, I, I want to thank you for... I call this, we are in the, the, um, stratosphere. Get it? Yeah. Uh, nicely done. Hey, look at you. We have launched into the stratosphere. So, yes, thank you for the, uh, Motown. I love it. It's Goosebump City, as my brother and I say, you know. Um, but if, if I could quick, fit a few things in real quick, dovetailing off the guy who just spoke, um, I would have never been into, and I'm not ever going to buy, well, you never say never, buy CDs or whether I'll probably buy a CD for my daughter, but she's a Swifty. She, um, I'm 65, she's 31, she's a civil engineer in Orlando. Now, this is the deal. I um, went with her to see the Braves play and beat the Rays at the Tropicana Field, and we drove each way back and forth, like two and a half hours each way, and she listened to her Swift, and I listened to my classic rock and roll, you know, on the other way back. Um, and then we went to see her UCF Knights play, and we got we beat them. Um, Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets, where I went to school and, and graduated. So we went to the uh, Raymond James Stadium, where the uh, Tampa Bay Bucks play. So we got to do the same thing. And yes, like the guy said before me, um, really getting relating and all of my kids play soccer and i'll leave you with this and um i'm learning to deal with my son's loss um he died of a drug overdose i'm in recovery bernie i've got eight years one week three weeks eight years one month three weeks two days today clean and sober but my son, my son couldn't get it and he died of a fentanyl overdose but i think he's with me right now um he used to sit up late at night. We would call Fox Sports, and they were amazed when we got in. And he would be talking about the Braves and the Falcons and all of his favorite teams. And his favorite basketball team was the Miami Dog, Miami uh, Heat. But so, thank you for letting me ramble like I'm a rambling wreck from Georgia Tech. And um, I love your show, brother. And I love the brilliance and the chief humor that you have. Okay, thanks so much for calling. I'm very sorry for your loss, uh, and I mean that. Uh, let's squeeze one more call in here. Uh, I believe she is a fan favorite on the Ben Maller Show. Andrea, 
from Berkeley. Andrea, your thoughts on the Taylor Swift effect? Yes. Hi, how are you? Doing well. Yeah, I just uh, had to share. Taylor has a very interesting, fun-loving, Sagittarius astrology chart, and that makes a lot of sense, obviously, with her ebullient personality. She's born December 13, 1989, in Reading, Pennsylvania. And Sagittarians, they're very fun-loving, freedom-loving, and just very playful. They need a lot of space. And it's interesting, she has really good compatibility with Travis Kelsey. Uh, this, uh, this October, um, let's see, 13th, 1989. Look at that. They're only about a week apart. Whoa! So they're the same uh, uh, astrological sign as well? Uh, no, well, about a month apart. Uh, December 13th, 1989 for Taylor. She's a Sagittarius. October 5th, 1989 for Travis. Oh, I'm sorry. He's a Libra. Okay. okay, so how do those... Uh... How are those compatible in terms of nuptials? Yes, very compatible. Um, Sagittarius is a fire sign. Libra is an air sign, so fire and air are compatible. And more importantly, um, Travis has some planets in Scorpio, and Taylor has Scorpio moon. So that's really important, you know, to have that compatibility, especially with Scorpio, which is a very intense energy. Not everyone understands that. It's often misunderstood. But, again, Sagittarius is so fun-loving and adventurous and just really um, open-minded and just very benevolent and optimistic. She's just inspiring, like a whole generation of young girls to watch football now. I think that's a good thing. All right, Andrew, thanks a lot. We're up against it. Appreciate the thoughts. We're not done. Still a chance to get in on the Taylor Swift phenomenon. As you can see, this is maybe not as polarizing as I thought, but certainly folks have real thoughts, and it has uh, all, you know, it has served to be a bit of a trigger. And a little later in the show, I'm going to explain why. There are some specific reasons why. You know, a lot of people actually hate Taylor Swift. Remember, the opposite of love is not hate. It's indifference. They care. They are invested emotionally. I'm Bernie Fratto. We're coming to you live from the Las Vegas Fox Sports Radio, Tyrac.com studios. Keep it locked right here. You're listening to the Bernie Fratto Show on Fox Sports Radio. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. 
With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now. All right, back on the Bernie Fratto Show, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Tarek.com studios here in Las Vegas. As we wrap up the Taylor Swift effect, I want to bring in Mark, and I want to bring in Shay. Shay, let's start with you. Your thoughts on this whole Taylor Swift phenomenon? I mean, yeah, so we've kind of been talking about it all season. I mean, she's been kind of not something that we've seen too much, but something that I've seen so much on the media. Like, I don't think it's necessarily the NFL that's overplaying it, but I think it's being overplayed on TikTok, Instagram, like every single person, like I'm pretty sure at Fox have talked about it. So it's like, it's not that like the NFL is overdoing it. I think it's just like everyone's overdoing it. And it's, it's, I mean, it's just something we're going to talk about. It's hard not to talk about when you have these two major celebrities who never really had anything to do with each other just start dating out of the blue. I mean, it's 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 something that people enjoy talking about. I mean, we all talk about the Queen and we all talk about, like in England, like the royal family and their marriages. It's almost it's, you said it yourself. We Very don't have good comparison. A, exactly like we don't have a royal family. We don't have something like that. So these are the closest things. Like it's when Kanye and Kim Kardashian together, like that was something similar. Obviously it wasn't something sports related, but it's, it's these things happen and it's, it's people are infatuated by it. I mean, obviously Taylor Swift fans, they can be a little too much and they're not very close to football fans, but I mean, there's nothing wrong with them and it's more money and it's more people enjoying the sport you love. So I don't see why people should hate it. It really doesn't make sense to me. I mean, it's fun. Why not? Well, you bring up a good point. The NFL, put her on TV a little bit because of the relationship. How can you not? But it's really the reaction you get on social media and on sports talk shows like this and just in general in the public because, again, we have two big-time major celebrities. And uh, Swift is a very complex figure. She's very controversial, but she's also very talented. She's got a very large, dedicated fan base. People have opinions. Mark Ramsey, want to hear yours. Nothing new under the sun. There was a football player a couple years ago who had a wife that they would put the camera on every time he did something. So there's nothing new. As as opposed to the holiday, everybody go to work. Don't overdo it. (laughs) Go to work to take the words from Back to the Future. Don't be a slacker. I love it. I love it. Look, and and we all know uh, that it's people take the day off anyway, right? Or people, or maybe they're not productive at at work, uh, you know, uh, and it's a situation where it's it's one of those things that's talked about. Will it ever be a holiday? Probably not, but it's talked about. And uh, probably tomorrow night's show, Saturday night show, look, there are a lot of reasons why people love Taylor Swift. Obviously, her music, it's relatable. 
She talks about things that people, you know, heartbreak, friendship, self-empowerment. She's a talented songwriter. She appears to be very authentic, at least to people who have been around her and her fans. She's got a massive fan base. On the other hand, there's no shortage of haters. Some people just simply don't like her music. They find it too cheesy or whatever. They don't like her personality. Some people have accused her, not me. They've accused her of being annoying or fake or too perfect. Or maybe she's got everything and they're jealous. And she's been in a number of high-profile relationships. And she's had some feuds with Kanye West and Katy Perry. And again, there are factions of people who resent success. We'll get into this a little bit more tomorrow night. But great job by the callers. Good job, Shay, managing through that. Coming up, top of the hour. We've got a gentleman from the Sporting Tribune, a lifer in Vegas. Can you imagine the Super Bowl being here? We'll talk about the history. Keep it locked. Bernie Fratto Show, Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio coming to you live from the Tyrac.com studios here in Las Vegas. Let's welcome in a gentleman, a lifer in Las Vegas for the Sporting Tribune, Willie Ramirez. Willie, the first time I came to Vegas, I pulled into town. I saw the Hacienda Hotel on the west side of the road with the Red Fox triple X sign. Other than that, a lot of tumbleweed and desert. Can you ever imagine a day where the most watched television show in the world is right here in Las Vegas? Oh man, I've been asked that all week, Bernie. I appreciate you having me on. It is really wild. Um, I would have to go decade by decade in which I've been here. Um, you know, in terms of going from an emphatic no to an absolutely I saw it coming, um, and that's how long I've been here. But, you know, for, for the majority of my life, no, it's, it's you know, it's something that you you, you never really thought of um, happening, and uh, it's, it's nice to see uh, the exclamation point, as I'm putting it. Um, I've been asked this all week, you know, does this mean that Vegas has arrived? And I say, no, Vegas has been arrived. We, right. we've, we've, we've been here. This is an exclamation point. And in, 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 in uh, emoji vocabulary, there's that little double exclamation point in red that people use. That's going to be used in a few years when the Final Four gets here. Um, and Jerry Tarkany looks down and smiles. Well said. Willie Ramirez of the Sporting Tribune joining us. So, Willie, I was living in Detroit with the CBS radio when we got word before Super Bowl 37, that the what stays in Ve- what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas was turned down by the NFL. Two million dollars in advertising for crying out loud. Oscar yep. Goodman went off, made it a national story. You were here. What was the mood in town when the NFL dissed Vegas like that? Um, you know, at the time, it was it was more so just it was that was something where it wasn't a surprise just because you kind of knew how the NFL already felt. Um, pro sports as a whole. And, you know, you have to remember, I, 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 what I don't remember is if it was before or after this, but there was also shortly thereafter, um, I, I remember reading something um, online and Brian McCarthy, the PR person, was asked right. about exhi- exhibition games. And that's when they started doing exhibition games, you know, around around the world or just uh, preseason games, excuse me. And someone said something about Las Vegas, and he said, there will never be an NFL game played in Las Vegas. I remember that. So there there really – it wasn't a shock. And I think the commercial part of it was like – it wasn't necessarily anger as much as it was like 
this, the, you guys are being childish. You know what I mean? It was, it was more or less, you know, I'm sure that the LVCVA and the, and, and the people over there that, that do things so well in, in, in welcoming events to town, you know, there was anger there. But as a whole, it was kind of like, you know, just a smirk and, and, and a nod of the head thinking, you guys are very childish. This is childish. I mean, just, just, you know, why not? Why can't we put a commercial on the air? And, uh, you know, and, and, and maybe a little bit of a slap, a feel of a slap in the face. Well, there's always, you know, I talked about it in my open that they treated Vegas like we're some vast wasteland that we wouldn't be able to police the, you know, the, the sports betting situation. You mentioned a great point about the Final Four. I think we could have had it here. Uh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to come here. I agree with you a thousand percent. Among the other events, here's the thing, Willie. The, the Super Bowl is a two-week convention followed by a football game. We're the convention capital of the world. What right. better place to have it than Vegas? Share the folks what, what people have been saying all week. They've been raving about Vegas. That's right. That's right. And, and that's, that's one of the things that, that, that I've been saying all week is that this is what Vegas does. This is what Vegas has always done. This is nothing. You know, it's, it's not to, to knock how special the Super Bowl is, you know, um, as far as being, you know, probably the biggest – American, you know, sporting event. I think World Cup probably supersedes that on the whole as far as popularity. And But um, to welcome it here, this is what the LVCVA specializes in. This is what Las Vegas events and this is what all the PR firms, this is what they're using. This is just simply another challenge. You know, okay, well, how are we going to handle this? Here's what we're going to do. Here's what needs to be done. And then they tackle it and they go. But you know, you think you think about all the other events that this that that, that they've done. You know, from CES to to the different other conventions throughout the year, um, and 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 now when it comes to you know the NBA Summer League or uh, you know when they held the NFL Draft or when they held the NHL the NHL Draft is coming this year at the Sphere, right? So I mean, there's just there's so many things that this town has put on that this is just second nature to it. It's it's the Super Bowl, yes, but this town's used to it. They just hosted F1. So, I mean, it's, it's uh, it, like I said, it's just a different challenge, and it's something that, that Vegas has been used to doing. Talking with Willie Ramirez, the Sporting Tribune, a lifer in Vegas. Willie, I'm of the belief we'll get rotated back in the Super Bowl in 2028 after it goes to New Orleans, Los Angeles, and San Francisco in that order. Your thoughts, have you heard that at all? Yeah, I, 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 I'm pretty sure it's back in. Um, most of the people, you know, Dana White tonight, I was over at the uh, Power Slap. You know, he, 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 he said he was with Roger Goodell earlier in the day and uh, right before the commissioner's party. And he told uh, – Dana said he told Roger Goodell, you know that it should be here every year, right? Like there should be – nothing else should be said. It should be here every single year. Um, <laughs> I can't remember who it was earlier this week that said the same thing that, uh, oh, Mark Davis at opening night. Um, he, someone asked him about uh, it returning, and he said, well, I think it should be here every year. So there's no doubt in my mind that it'll be in the rotation. Um, there's no doubt in my mind with what's taken place this week and how well that it's been handled and how well that the, the different committees, the, the host committee, and like I said, the Convention Visitors Authority, as well as everything's done. It, it'll, there's no doubt that it's coming back to Las Vegas. Not saying that I've heard anything, but it, it, there's, there's no chance that they would turn it down. 
Well, I, I, I was just going to say that next. I actually think, Willie, you could be, make a case, maybe a decade from now we're talking about this, where the Super Bowl is in Las Vegas every year. Who would throw a flag at that? Because right. we've got 152,000 hotel rooms, the transportation, the security, the dining. I actually, has there been any actual periphery discussions on that, or is it just kind of a group think echo chamber thing blown in the wind? Has anybody actually presented that to the NFL? No. Uh, outside, of, outside of power brokers, now that they're here all week, being in Roger Goodell's ear, like the Dana Whites or the Mark Davises. Um, I, I don't think that it's, it's of the topic or of the discussion. Um, I also don't think that it would be fair to the other NFL cities that are regularly, you know, in the rotation. I, I mean, I love the idea, but I just don't know, you know, how that works and how they would approve that. You know, in terms of other cities being able to share some of the revenue that put, has put in hard work, and, 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 and quite frankly, that's been in the league longer than, Las Vegas. I mean, it makes sense, sure, because of how well that Vegas puts a show on. But uh, you know, it 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 just it just wouldn't be fair to just end the relationship that you have with these other convention visitors authorities in Los Angeles, in New Orleans, in Miami, um, you know, wherever in Dallas. So um, I have not heard anything in terms of where it's a permanent conversation. It's more or less. You know, the power brokers that be saying, hey, Roger, this is where it needs to be. I think that's fair, Willie, given the financial boom and windfall that it brings each of these cities. I think that's a fair, it's a fair balanced uh, statement. Let's talk about the Oakland A's. Uh, if everything goes according to Hoyles, they'll play here in 2028. A lot has to happen between now and then, including, uh, well, you know, the, the line will no longer be Mo Green is out at the Tropicana. The Tropicana is out April 2nd. What are your thoughts, Willie, as a Las Vegas historian about the A's coming and the Tropicana leaving? Yeah, uh, sore subject for me, obviously, as, a, as someone who's been here since 1972. I, uh, I don't like the idea of the uh, one of the iconic, the last iconic. I mean, we've lost so many of them from the Stardust to the Frontier to the Sands to the Desert Inn to the Riviera. You know, the Sahara's still standing. Uh, but, you know, at this point, you know, Caesars is still standing. Um, the, the original MGM which is now went to Bally's and now Cold Horseshoe. So to see the Tropicana uh, raised in favor of a baseball stadium at a location that I really just don't agree with altogether. I just mm-hmm. don't like the idea of putting a stadium right there on the corner of Trop and Las Vegas Boulevard as it is with traffic, foot traffic. You know, it just, to me, it doesn't make sense. You're continuing to sort of jigsaw puzzle in. Um, these buildings or stadiums, I mean, you think about what's right there in a matter of, what, a mile radius, you're going to have Allegiant, the baseball stadium, T-Mobile Arena. Um, when there are other areas that they could do this, I personally, you know, I, I, I don't necessarily agree with the move of the A's either. I, I, I'm more of the uh, agreement toward expansion, um, especially a franchise where the owner has shown that, that he it's not, you know, it's not in his M.O. to, to invest in. And you think about it, Bernie, lowest payroll in the, in the majors last year of around $57 million, I believe, uh, 56 and change, something like that. And yet next year, Shohei Otani's base salary is $75 million alone. So Shohei Otani is going to make more than the A's entire roster based on last year's uh, salary. So, uh, based on last year's A salary and next year's Shohei salary. So, 
I mean, there's a lot of sort of sour taste in my mouth with this whole A situation, unless Fisher comes around and really starts investing in his team, um, unless they can come up with, with a cohesive way for, uh, you know, the uh, transportation and the traffic flow and what they're going to do there on the corner. But as far as losing a historic hotel, I don't like the idea at all. Yeah, I agree with everything you just said there, uh, Willie. And these are subject matter we'll be delving into for the next three or four years. Finally, uh, I yep. I sources tell me an NBA team is inevitable. Tim Lewicki, the CEO of Oakview Group, who've built seven arenas around the world, including uh, where the Seattle Kraken play at the Climate Ple- uh, Pledge Arena. There's already you know a drawing board for a $10 billion campus, a 20,000-seat arena, resort casino on the south end of the Strip. I believe it'll be well south of the South Point. Your thoughts about the right. NBA coming to Las Vegas? Uh, the NBA... Uh, I, I say this with a great deal of respect for the uh, Golden Knights organization, but when the NBA gets here, um, if, it, if it's an expansion team, not a relocated team, yes. um, it will be the it will be the most beloved pro uh, pro pro sport here um, because you know let's not forget what the first love affair in sports was in Las Vegas, and that was running Rebel basketball when Jerry Tarkanian came from Long Beach State and began coaching the Runner Rebels at the Rotunda in the, uh, in the convention center on Paradise. You know, it looked like a spaceship sitting there um, on Paradise Road. And the town grew to love that. You know, they, grew, they, they fell in love with basketball first, the, the original and the old schoolers that have been here as long as I have. And, um, and beyond that, there's some original guys in this town that are still around, Ron Montoya, Larry McKay, Jim, McK- uh, Jim Allen, and then there's John Farrell, the former Vegas high school coach. These are the guys that started summer basketball, which is now known as AAU. You know, it started with four teams, and they would just do a tournament at Vegas or Valley High School. And then Sonny Vaccaro brought Nike here. And all of a sudden, the Nike Invitational became. And then they created the Reebok Holiday Prep Classic, and it was the number one in-season high school basketball tournament. Okay? And, and then all of a sudden, shows like the White Shadow were implementing – basketball tournaments in Las Vegas into the storyline, script writers, because everyone knew that that was the big thing to do. And then suddenly Vaccaro has his falling out with Nike and he vows to come back with Adidas and take Nike out, and he's bringing this young kid named Kobe Bryant in 1995. The love affair with basketball and this town will never go away. The love affair with Jerry Tarkanian, it's never going anywhere. So when the NBA comes, it will be welcomed with open arms, and it will take over as being the most popular and the Golden Knights will still be beloved, and the Aces will be beloved, but the, the, it's, it's bound to happen, and it's going to happen. Vegas and Seattle are going to be announced. It's going to happen, next that's right. Year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just, I actually uh, think, Bernie, I actually think the NBA is coming before baseball. The announcement came first, but I think that we could possibly see an NBA game before we see a baseball game for as long as it's going to take the stadium to be built. Well, what has to happen, Willie, the current NBA TV contract is up after 2025. Once Adam Silver negotiates the new deal, you'll see Seattle and Vegas. I love your uh, recollection of UNLV. I am proud to say I saw that Jerry Tarkanian's 1990 Rebels who won it all, I saw them three times courtside, once in Irvine, twice in Las Vegas, once against Jimmy Valvano's NC State team. Willie, we're going to get you on again. Uh, people love the Las Vegas history. They love the perspective from the inside, and they love to understand. And uh, for what it's worth, I used to come to Vegas. Uh, I'd stay at the Maxim 
That's that's it. <laughs> that was a runner. The run, run, uh, you know, uh, knock around guys. I love that place. Russ Bennett was a poker yep. manager. Walked down the street to Batista's, which is still there. So I love your recollection of all the old hotels. So we'll get you on again, Willie, to talk more things Vegas. Sounds good. I appreciate it. Thanks, Burke. All right, that's Willie Ramirez of the Sporting Tribune, also writes for Associated Press, uh, a Vegas lifer. By the way, folks, uh, football fans, be sure to tune into Fox Sports Radio every Saturday morning beginning at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific for Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. Brian Norwich, Hornberger, betting analyst Jared Smith, they got you covered for three hours every Saturday morning. Listen to Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM, right here on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Coming up. All right, we're what, about uh, 38 hours from kickoff. Let's hit you with some odds and ends as we start to delve into the more granular Super Bowl coverage. And I promise you, Saturday night is going to be one hell of a Super Bowl extravaganza show. We're going to talk about the betting, the greatest Super Bowl games in history. We've got Fezzik back on. We're going to talk matchups and everything uh, Super Bowl. I'm Bernie Frado. We're coming to you live from Las Vegas Fox Sports Radio, Tyrac.com studios. Keep it locked right here. You're listening to the Bernie Fratto Show on Fox Sports Radio. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. All right, back in the Bernie Fratto Show, Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you live from the Tyrac.com studios here in Las Vegas, home of Super Bowl 
58. I want to remind folks, shortly after tonight's show, the podcast, Hey, we'll put the podcast up. If you missed any of tonight's show, be sure to check out the podcast. Just search Fox Sports Radio wherever you get your podcasts and be sure to do so. Follow, rate, and review the podcast. Again, just search Fox Sports Radio wherever you get your podcast, and you'll see the show posted right after we get off the air. And on Saturday night will be an absolute Super Bowl extravaganza. We'll talk history, facts, figures, full game analysis, full betting. Uh, Steve Fezzik will join at 11.15. And uh, you you don't want to miss the Fezzik Five, of course. Uh, you know, 68 million people will be placing a wager on the Super Bowl. It's now legal in 32 states. We're looking for their betting handle to be about $23 billion with a B. Incredible. Incredible. Yes, it's mainstream now. It's come out from the shadows and it's far more legitimized than it always has been. And so we'll talk about things to note. Like, you know, believe it or not, the 49ers are a perfect 6-0. and When Brock Party, uh, Brock, <laughs> Par how about that for a Freudian slip? Brock Party, maybe they'll be partying. Brock Purdy, he started this year against six playoff teams in the NFC, swept the field. He beat the Cowboys, Tampa Bay, Philadelphia, the Rams, and the Packers. Then he beat the Lions. That meant a clean sweep and a complete exclamation point on San Francisco's NFC title back in the Super Bowl. Brock Purdy, he could become the first quarterback for any team since Joe Montana in 1984 to not only clean sweep every playoff team, but finish it off in the Super Bowl. Yep, he's pretty good. You, get, you, you see what I did there? Now, one of the things to note about this game you have to score to win. They say defense wins championships, but you might be interested to know that in the Super Bowl, if you don't score, you don't win. There have been 22 Super Bowl teams who haven't scored 14 points in the history of the game, 57 games. They're exactly 1-21 straight up and against the number. The one exception was Super Bowl 43 when that stifling Bill Belichick defense beat the Rams 13-3. But... And by the way, there have, been, there have been 45 Super Bowls with a turnover advantage, including last year's game. The team with fewer turnovers, 38-7 and seven straight up, 37-8 and eight against the spread. Now, during the regular season, this is, this, is, this is important to note. I realize that people are jiggy about the Niners' defense the last month, but this season, cumulatively, the Niners were plus 10 in turnover differential. The Chiefs were minus 11. Now, Kansas City is, is an underdog. And, and again, for all the people who are up in arms about that, Las Vegas is not a predictor. We're not a fortune teller. Vegas is merely in the business of maximizing profit and minimizing risk. So when you see a line open up that way, it's based on power ratings. Power ratings are based on sophisticated math models. This is not somebody imagining things. If I had a nickel for every time these knuckleheads go on panels or people around the country try to talk about sports betting, with all due respect, don't really know what they're talking about, my teeth itch. If I had a nickel for every time somebody's, how in the world could the Chiefs be an underdog? Well, it's based on power ratings. And if you don't know, I mean, every time I hear that, if I had a nickel every time I heard that, Elon Musk would be mowing my lawn. You know, do a little research. But underdogs have performed well in the Super Bowl against the spread in recent years. This year, the Chiefs, again, two-point dogs, two-and-a-half-point, depending on where you shop. But over the last 20 Super Bowls, the underdog is 14-6 and six against the number. However, when the underdog is three or less, they're only 5-4 and four against the spread. 
One profitable Super Bowl trend has been when the AFC team is the underdog. AFC dogs are 4-2 straight up, 5-1 and one against the spread in the last 20 years, including last year when the Chiefs were plus 1.5 against Philadelphia and they won outright. I will give my reasons why Saturday night, but I'm taking the 49ers. And I have multiple reasons why. Uh, you know, in the history of the Super Bowl, teams that outyard their opponent in the regular season, they're 42-15. and 15. The Niners outyarded the Chiefs. They're not getting a lot of respect for some reason. I get it. You don't bet against Patrick Mahomes, right? Okay, well, he's been beaten before. And this, this 49ers team is talented. They have nine Pro Bowlers and 12 alternates. So put that in your pipe and smoke it. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I don't even know why they're playing the game. Everybody's already picked the Chiefs. I am actually on the 49ers. Coming up, the other football. You see it around the world. Chris Perfetz, World of Soccer. But first, let's go back to our guy, Kevin Figures, with the latest. All right, Bernie. Friday's NBA nightcap saw the Lakers shoot 55% from the field. All five starters scoring in double figures there as they defeated the Pelicans 139-122. to D'Angelo Russell and Zion Williamson sharing in the leading scoring column with 30 points each to lead their respective clubs. Sacramento had seven players scoring double figures. They lit up the Nuggets 135-106. to Jason Tatum, 35 points and 10 rebounds for the Celtics as they held off Washington 139 to, excuse me, 133-122. to Former Celtics coach Doc Rivers picking up career victory 1,099 after the Bucks dominated Charlotte 120 to 84. The Hornets have lost 10 games in a row. In college basketball, Nevada picked up its second straight victory over a ranked opponent after they defeated 24th ranked San Diego State 70 to 66. Virginia Commonwealth won a low scoring affair against 18th ranked Dayton 49 to 47. On the ice, Edmonton scored three goals in the final period to beat the Ducks 5 to 3. Rangers beat the Blackhawks in overtime. Minnesota, a 3-2 victory over Pittsburgh. Back to Bernie Fratto. All right, thanks, Kevin. Appreciate it, buddy. So this time every week, we covered it all on the Bernie Fratto Show, and we're basically five months away from soccer, or they call it football, back on the world stage of the Olympics in Paris. That's why each time, each week at this time, we bring you Chris Perfett's World of Soccer. The greatest goals. The thrilling finishes. The international drama. Chicharito, Chicharito, Chicharito. Ahí, ahí la tiene Torrado. It's all here in this report from the world of soccer. Well, Bernie, it's been an interesting time here in the world of soccer. The United States is getting a second Division One Women's Soccer League. USL Super League is being granted the same status by the U.S. Federation as the NWSL. So we're going to have two leagues now on par with one another in the game of women's soccer for this country, which is fantastic. It's beautiful. And it's a big feather in the cap for the USL, which has been kind of the king at creating grassroots soccer across the country in in dominating usually the other divisions for men's soccer. And it's another sign that the USL continues to evolve, even where professional leagues in the United States don't always follow the same pyramid or ladder system that you might see in Europe, that these kind of measures can be put into place and create something that is serving both the community 
community and the game here in the United States. Across in Europe, however, there is stories of rules changes that might, and those stories might have been premature. We had news this week, reports of this idea that the International Football Association Board, the IFAB, who governs the sport and who FIFA and the uh, federations are all beholden to, was going to try to introduce the idea of a hockey-like sin bin. The idea being that in order to try to curb inappropriate player behavior and lack of respect for officials during games, that there would be another card to join yellow and red, and it would be a blue card. The idea being that if you got a blue card, you would have to go off the pitch for 10 minutes, and your side would have to play 10 minutes with 10 men on the field rather than 11. Again, much like much like hockey in a power play. Now, they've tried similar measures in the grassroots levels of football in England, particularly they've been doing giving out yellow cards to issue uh, if a player is being disrespectful to an official and it's a much bigger problem at the grassroots level however the IFAB after reports got out decided to walk this back on Friday they have dis- they have postponed the introduction of the blue cards and the sin bin probably because of the backlash that is being seen across the across the sport right now at the idea that the blue card would be introduced at the elite levels of play in the Premier League, in in the English Football League, in uh, any kind of other UEFA competition where it might be applicable. And honestly, I agree with it. I think that if you would put in a situation where the sport would be reduced to 10 men versus 11, it's not going to have the same effect in hockey. It's not the same mathematical equation of an advantage. What it is going to create is for 10 minutes, a very defensive play from the side who is down the player. It is, in the words of another manager who I was listening to this week, going to slow down the game if introduced in its current iteration. I know there is a concern for disrespect to officials right now. I don't think this is the way for this to go right, uh, and, and the way to solve such matters. But let me know what you think, Bernie. It's a fascinating conversation. It's one I'm sure isn't going to be going away anytime soon. What also isn't going to be going away anytime soon, but actually has an end in sight, may very very well be the rumors of Kylian Mbappe. Now, the January transfer window has come and gone. Kylian Mbappe, the amazing French superstar, really one of, I think, three or four names every sports fan, even in America, should know the names of. You know the name Ronaldo, you know the name Messi. After that is Kylian Mbappe, who very well be the next generation's greatest player here, and who we saw recently putting up one fantastic attempt to bring France back in that World Cup final a few years ago. But Mbappe and his party have been at loggerheads with Paris Saint-Germain for a while, and while he remains on the team, reports have come out reported by a French newspaper and uh, confirmed by sources at ESPN, is that Kylian Mbappe intends to leave Paris Saint-Germain at the end of the European calendar here this year to go on a free transfer to Real Madrid. Real Madrid, the great club of Spain, the kings of soccer, really a club that I believe is basically stands alone now alongside Manchester City in their absolute sheer dominance. 
And Kylian Mbappe going to one of the biggest clubs in the world as one of the biggest stars would be the biggest star Real Madrid has seen since Cristiano Ronaldo. And if he does go to Real Madrid, which I believe at this point he will, we are looking at a legitimate super team being formed in the capital of Spain. Real Madrid would have Vinicius Jr., Rodrigo, Jude Bellingham, and Kamavinga all playing together with Kylian Mbappe on the same roster. I I, I don't know where the odds would be out for the for the uh, Champions League, but I would go ahead with that roster and probably make Real Madrid an overwhelming favorite when that season starts later in 2024. It would be an absolutely murderous team, and it's something that I think we've all been waiting for to see in the world of soccer. Kylian Mbappe at this point is the last vestige of a big three that has left Paris Saint-Germain. He no longer has Lionel Messi. He no longer has Neymar. Neymar went to Saudi Arabia. Lionel Messi came to the United States. Kylian Mbappe is a certified world global superstar and playing at Paris Saint-Germain now only hides him further. If he goes to Real Madrid, a club who is beloved the worldwide, he is going to be as big of a star as these other guys and it is a chance for him to chase glory, chase honor and prestige, especially as France will also be back in action here over the summer for Euro for the European UEFA competition and eventually for another World Cup strike. Kylian Mbappe, by going to Real Madrid, is positioning himself to be the next Lionel Messi on the global stage, inspiring another generation to love this game. I am very excited to see him go to Real Madrid. It's something we'll keep an eye on and make sure that it happens down the road. We continue on, and we'll see you next time here, Bernie, on the World of Soccer. All right, Chris, there are two recurring themes in the world of soccer. Is that one, unequivocally, soccer as a sport is growing commercially, no question. The names are becoming more household names, no question, and they're becoming more recognizable. That's why we bring you the world of soccer. Coming up, we wrap up the show, talk about Saturday night's show. And uh, by the way, if you're coming to Vegas, and if you're coming specifically for Super Bowl 58, you might want to bring your wallet. I'll explain why. But, of course, you probably already knew that. I'm Bernie Frado. We are coming to you live from the Las Vegas Fox Sports Radio, Tyrac.com studios. Keep it locked right here. You're listening to The Bernie Frado Show, Fox Sports Radio. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. 
Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. All right, we are wrapping it up on the Bernie Fratto Show. We are coming to you live from the Las Vegas Fox Sports Radio, Tyrac.com studios, Las Vegas, the home of Super Bowl 58. I think we're about 38 hours away from kickoff Saturday night. I'll be back on these airwaves, 11 p.m. Pacific on Saturday night, and we will have a Super Bowl extravaganza show. We are going to get into the game matchups, breakdowns, what to watch, uh, talk, quite a bit about some betting tools and things to look out for uh, all things Super Bowl you don't want to miss it uh, but before I go any further I want to thank my broadcast team Friday show they've been with me since Friday night 11 p.m. Pacific Mark Ramsey our technical producer Kevin Figures on the updates and Shay uh, Mogengard uh, our executive producer manning the phones a great job by all the callers uh, the midnight our segment is here to stay. I love the diversity of opinions. I, I, I love some of the humor. I, I, I love the side stories. Uh, we're going to keep it going. Uh, there's always plenty to talk about. Uh, as I mentored, uh, mentored under Dick Schapp, you know, I, I very rarely have a rooting interest in a game. I, I, have a, I root for the story because there's always a story. Uh, by the way, uh, I'm sure if you come to Vegas, uh, you'll have a story to tell when you go home. If you're planning to head to Vegas for Super Bowl 58 here at Allegiant Stadium, as of now, the cheapest get-in price for tickets is $8,944. Yeah. You got that in your back pocket, sure. It's all good. And if you want to know why, by the way, like I said, if you come to Vegas, bring your wallet. If you want to know why a 30-second ad for this year's Super Bowl will cost $7 million. Now, that's a 30-second ad. For seven million, and at least ten million after you add in production costs. It's because nine of the ten most watched games, check that, most watched television programs in U.S. history have been Super Bowls. Of course, you still have not done the match finale back in February of '83. That's the only outlier. The bottom line: there's nothing cheap or chintzy about the Super Bowl. Other than you may have to watch some sportsbook ad commercials you may grow a little tired of. But in addition to coming to Vegas and eating and imbibing, that means drinking, 
and hanging out at your favorite uh, haunt, you know, getting some beautiful lodging here. We have some of the nicest hotels in the country, 152,000 hotel rooms here in uh, Las Vegas. You may want to throw a, a dollar or two on the game, and I, I ask you to, uh, you know, exercise some caution, be smart. We know that the vast majority of people think they're betting to win, but frankly, the studies have been done. 95% of people get high making the bet, not winning the bet. It reduces, it redu you know, releases those those endorphins, those happy feelings you get. Um, it enhances the viewing participation. It feeds your competitive spirit. And, you know, you can bet on who wins the game, and you can bet on props, and we're going to get to that a lot Saturday night. I don't recommend you bet on these goofy, foofy props um, that you find offshore. Remember, in Las Vegas, the ones you can bet on, it's got to be decided on the field and, and in the box score. You know, you bet on the coin flip, but you can't bet on the Gatorade color here in Las Vegas. Or you can't bet under, for instance, you can't bet on the uh, – uh, whether or not, uh, you know, Taylor Swift will, will kiss Travis Kelsey or some stupid thing like that. Uh, you can't, you know, you, you're not going to be able to bet on the length of the national anthem. And the reason is, is because people know the answers to these. And, and it, it can get out. The reason we've never booked, for instance, the Academy Awards. But there are faraway places where you can book these things, bet these things, some Taylor Swift bets. Now there actually are a couple in Vegas, and these are what I call these are what I call uh, needle in a haystack, shooting BBs at the moon bets. For instance, uh, the the books wanted to try to cash in a little bit on the Taylor Swift craze, and so apparently she's got a song having to do with 22, and so any quarter that would have 22 points scored, you bet on that is plus 400. 100 dollars get you 400 if any quarter has 22 points scored. Okay, that's a needle in a haystack bet. You're better off letting your money on fire. Keep you warm. It's cold here in Las Vegas. In Vegas, ask our guy Anthony Gargano, great guy. He was here in town, Radio Row. How about the karma bet? Travis Kelsey to have zero receptions. That's plus three thousand. Hundred dollars will win you three thousand bucks. Sure, you really think he's not going to catch anything? Somebody will bet it. But I don't recommend you bet. The Taylor Swift variation. DraftKings has 26 different options with uh, Taylor Swift's various songs. Again, these are uh, my betting advice is don't bet on fun, silly, stupid bets like this, right? Unless you want to throw like five bucks or something like that. It just doesn't make any sense. But listen, we are we have arrived. The notion that there would ever be a Super Bowl in Vegas when in 2003 I was on the air in Detroit. We got word that the what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas ad wanted to hit the airwaves. The LVCVA wanted to spend $2 million for the NFL to run that ad. They said, no, not up in here. Come on, are you kidding me? They wanted to distance, distance themselves from the conversation. Frankly, Las Vegas was being treated like a toxic waste dump and a threat to the integrity of the sport. Fast forward to 2018. Oh, by the way, how about 2015? Tony Romo. He wasn't even allowed to have his fantasy football convention here. Fast forward to 2018 and the overturning of PASPA. And what that did was relegate it back to the states, and now 32 states have legalized betting. So we now live in a society where two-thirds 
It's legal. And we are expecting 68 million adults, 26% of the adult population, to bet a combined $23 billion on Super Bowl 58. These are real numbers. And so as the Super Bowl comes to Las Vegas for the first time, well, you're not only going to have a record interest in the game, but a record interest in wagering because it's a full circle moment for the U.S. gaming industry. We already have a transient crowd of 400,000 people that come to the Super Bowl every year to watch it here and party here, but now they're going to attend the game here. And more than $300 billion's already been bet with American Sportsbook since that 2018 ruling. And as I mentioned, 38 states in the District of Columbia and Puerto Rico now have regulated betting. You're going to have commercials for sportsbooks during the Super Bowl. The ad spending on sports betting in 2023 alone topped $370 million. And they wouldn't take a $2 million advertisement back in 2003. Oh, my God, how far have we come? It's incredible. The Super Bowl is here in Las Vegas. And we are going to have a wall-to-wall Super Bowl extravaganza show Saturday night, 11 p.m. on the Bernie Frado Show. We will cover it all. Of course, Steve Fezzik will join us for the Fezzik Five. That's going to do it for the Friday edition of the Bernie Frado Show. I will be back on these airwaves, 11 p.m., on Saturday night, take you up to 3 a.m. Pacific, 6 a.m. Eastern, and we will cover it all. But in the meantime, I want you to keep it locked. Up next, the biggest thing out of Philadelphia since Ben Franklin, Kobe Bryant, and the Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes. Santi Gargano, keep it locked. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste, the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free at 